Hello, and welcome back to XP Waste, where no matter how much money you earn doing PVM or flipping, you'll never be as rich as the RD Knight. Hi, I'm Oxy. And I am Michael. If you are new around here, thank you so much for tuning into XP Waste. We're an old school RuneScape Center podcast. Well, basically, we'll talk about what's happening in the game, talk about game updates, cool things you can do on your account. We'll definitely get off on tangents, so be prepared for that. It's kind of the thing we do. If you're not new around here, welcome back. Like Oxy said, we're glad you're here. How are you, Oxy? I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing my most favorite activity in the world. Um, pickpocketing RD Knights. That's yeah. where the intro came from. Uh, I still have like, God, at least 2 million XP to go to get to 91. So okay. so maybe like a little bit hours. less than that. Yeah, I think I think I'm just under 2 mil because 91 is is what? Like... 5.3 million? 5.9. 5.9. Then, yeah, I am... Huh, I'm, <laughs> I'm 1.75 mil away. Sick. It's not bad. So I have a lot of, I have a lot of pickpocketing to do. Actually, um, 10 hours of literally just tapping the screen, is that's a long time. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's only long because it's boring. Like, I think... I think I'm just I'm bored with it, so I'm not I'm not a big fan. But also not a fan of thieving either. So just like in general, but we all know that. Um otherwise things are good. I made a new goal wheel for myself this week. Did I tell you about that? You did not. So I have my goal sheet that we've talked about a couple months ago, and I'm slowly chipping away at these like little goals as we progress through the year. Um other than the big looming goal, which we can talk about in a minute. There's like the achievement diary cape, 2200 total level. Uh, and then it's just like random shit. Yeah. It's like, get the important capes, get a good total level, fuck around and find out. Like we have like KC goals. We have clue scroll goals. We have like any random assortment of specific 99s mm-hmm. that I'm just going to have when I like get extra money for it. We've been over this in the past couple of weeks of like what 99s I've got saved and all that or what 99s I have banked rather. I've also got some stretch goals on there, one of which I've actually completed. One of those stretch goals was hard mode top, being able to do one of those or being able to get a completion. Okay. So I don't think I, I certainly haven't learned hard mode top, but I have completed like five or six maybe mm-hmm. at this point. Um, So we're... We're we're getting there with our goals, but I've really been stagnated because of like ninety one thieving infernal cape. Like I said, they're two like monolithic goals that just feel really far away at any given time. So I created a goal wheel on the Spin the Wheel app. Uh-huh. Uh yeah, spin the wheel dot app is the website, and it has Vorkath, Irby, Temporos, Wintertod, Ardy Knights, Wines, Barrows, and Slayer. These all are various goals that I have, and it's called the one-hour goal wheel. So whatever it lands on, I do for an hour. So I train Wines for an hour. I do Irby for an hour. Uh I've actually, I got Barrows like twice in the last couple of days, and I've been doing a lot of Barrows on the main, which is so fun. It is. It's one of those, like, I used to love Barrows. And doing it on the main, I still love Barrows. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm... Barrows is a little bit, like, out of my range for things I, like, should be doing PVM-wise. You know, I it's 
It's not beneath me. That's not the word I'm looking for. I'm a much better player than I was when I started doing barrels. Let's put yeah. it that way. And I still have a blast doing barrels runs. Is it? Opening the chest is like huge dopamine <laughs> for me. I don't know yeah. why. So Is it like the equivalent of like you're in a candle shop and you're smelling so many different candles and then you, you they have like the little cup of coffee, coffee beans. You just smell the, you smell the beans and it cleanses your palate or whatever. It's like, is Barrow's your PVM palate cleanser? Bear, oh, kind of. Barrow's, if we're talking the candle analogy, Barrow's is like, it's a really familiar candle that you forgot existed. Mm. And when you smell it, you're like, oh, oh shit. Love yeah, that. I love this candle. <laughs> like that, that is what Barrow's is like for me. So we currently have 450 KC. The goal for the end of the year is 500. So we're probably going to tick that one off pretty quickly just because I'm flying through these chests <laughs> sang staff house teleport imbued heart blowpipe <laughs> with dragon darts <laughs> doing barrows chests on my iron man then going over and doing them on the main beautiful so i've been kicking it with the gold wheel this week and then i have one little like sliver of a tile it's like a really thin slice it's not a thin slice but it has really low weighting yeah. on the thing that says inferno run <laughs> Uh, nice. <laughs> so when I spin the wheel, there's a slight chance that it lands on Inferno. Okay. Um, Do you want to talk about of, your? Yeah, you want to talk about your PV? Yeah, I was going to say. Speaking of Inferno, we did. We've been doing a lot of runs this weekend. So normally I do one run a day. Yesterday, Saturday, I did three runs. I did them. Um, I did them um in VC with the boys. I think the first time I made it to like wave 24, which was like Ranger double blob, and I'm like, man, dude, that's a that that shit. And I'm like, well, that's my attempt for the day. And they're like, that does not count for an attempt. <laughs> Got back in. Died on wave 61 because I oxy-clicked my way through a boss. Um, oxy-clicking through a boss is when you mean to click on the boss, but you instead yellow-click the boss where you, like, walk through it yeah. or underneath it. So you path out with the wrong prayer on and get smacked for 70. Mm. Die. That's, that's oxy-clicking in the Inferno. Um, then the next wave or the next one we did got to 51 and then was lazy flicking so hard the lazy caught up with me and i was a tick late on a major and got hit for like a 56 and died i'm like well that's i can't even be mad at that because that's just me being like stupid um but uh today i sent another run and we made it to to jad at zuck so that's our new pb we've we've we fought jad at Zuck. We died because we were a tick late uh going to the safe spot with the shield. We just like weren't in the right spot for just like half a second. Yeah, dude. And we got That's we got killed the uh yeah, well it's it's funny because I tanked a Zuck hit before that. This whole run was like major tank test. The, the boys that were in VC they can attest that like I took a hit on triples with yeah. all three Jads out. I took one hit from Zuck for a 65 I tanked two blobs at one time while trying to kill a major. I was tanking range hits and blob hits all the while, like praying mage to protect from whatever. I was tanking melee hits. Like on this episode of I Shouldn't Be Alive, right? I was going to say that <laughs> probably about 50 times in this inferno. Wow. Like the, the saying, sometimes it's better to be lucky than to be good. Mm. Absolutely for mm -hmm. that run. But to cap that whole thing off, Runs are feeling good. You're getting close. Runs are feeling getting like close. solves are a lot quicker. Good. For waves. Like the confidence with two ticking is a lot higher. Like I am just like instinctively getting into a rhythm with it. Mm -hmm. 
I do have the metronome plugin favorited. So as soon as I open up the plugin hub, the metronome's the first one right there at the top. <laughs> um, so it's feeling good. And <clears throat> I think, I know I've said before, I'm going to send runs this week, but for the first time, the, for the first time in a while anyways, there's like motivation and a very real feeling of like, it's coming. It's coming, right. I was going to ask. It's coming. How many attempts realistically would you give yourself till you think you have it like are we talking like five more ten more i'm gonna i'm gonna play it real safe and say like 10 really good attempts okay because Within the next i haven't i i haven't seen healer like 10 good attempts yeah. like the amount of times i go in there and die on wave like 23 sure which like isn't even <laughs> a, an important wave or like i die on wave 36 not because I do anything wrong, because I just like forget to turn my mage pair back on. Today mm-hmm. I clicked in between mage and range mm-hmm. and just tanked a, a mage hit. Oh damn. <laughs> Got hit a five. Didn't I should have died. Yeah. Like the the run should have been over, but I got hit a five. So like I don't know. So discounting those runs, because like it's the inferno, that shit happens. Um hopefully by the next ten at least 10 zucks i would say triples don't feel terrible i have to like hype myself up Ooh, 91 hunter congratulations michael congratulations triples i just have to like hype myself up like yeah. i'll be at the login screen i was today a bunch of people in vc i'm just going it's just fast jad it's just fast jad it's just jad but fast it's just jad but fast just jab but fast type anything, my credentials and like hit the enter button like anything you can jab do but to, fast come on to help yourself i guess which end of the day that that's what it is it's just jab but fast significantly more pressure it feels like but still jab but fast but so it's a lot of like really cheesy hyping myself up like oh double jab we've done lots of double jab <laughs> like trying to keep it together now that you've um, made it to triple jads can you do the practice the thing where no, they give you... you have to you have to get the infernal cape to oh, do the okay. Shrek challenge um can which... you go to doubles or can you only do one no you can do up to two okay. which is why i say we've done we've done double jads before yeah. there's combat achievements around double jads like i've spent my fair share of time at double jad mm-hmm. um practicing it so once the first dad jad dies I feel a little bit more comfortable, but even so a missed flick is like an insta kill. So, you know, just a matter of keeping it together. But I would say 10 more really good attempts, 10 more either appearances at Zuck or appearances at triples, because I haven't beat Jad at Zuck. I haven't gotten to healers. I haven't killed healers. Like I haven't had to manage potentially two sets at the same time. Like, my supply management is getting better, but <clears throat> I think I need about two more brews and one more restore, as per Jesse's suggestion, okay. to be like confidently good yeah. at at the next Zuck I'm at. So we'll see. We've got time. That's exciting, man. I it it is. It feels feels good to to be at that point. But I once again have spoken far too long about how my week is going i do this every week i feel like and now it's my turn to ask you how your week is going michael what have you been up to (laughs) i will say this before i start you were gone for like the last three weeks besides last week so you got some time to make up for you talking (laughs) (laughs) people have heard me a lot if you're caught up so you know we're i'm here for the oxy talk but 
I'm doing well. I'm doing well. This week has been fun. Um, baby's got some some diaper rash issues, so that's that's been my weekend. But he started school last week, which was really fun. I say school. It's Montessori school, so they can go like very. They can start super super young. Normally, you don't start preschool until like two or three. I don't know. You you don't start at thirteen months, but it's it's like. It's basically like a daycare that they have structured learning, if you're not familiar with Montessori. But um, it just allows the wife and I now to have, because we both work from home, it allows us to have like ultra dedicated, like no baby in the house work time, which has been really cool. And I'm in RuneScape. I am on the agility grind, but different this time because... In the past, you guys, if you if you're longtime listeners of the show, and um, and Oxy knows this too, like if if you know me and you know my my habit with just grinding out skills, I get I could just sometimes just put my head down and do it, uh, but then I just feel not burnt because I'm okay. I feel burnt, but then I also don't want to stop, and that's not a healthy place to be, especially for my uh what mental capacity i can i can put into runescape right now so i've been training agility when i'm when i'm up for it and then when i'm not up for it i've just been training slayer so it's been really fun um Artie is is not that bad let me actually see how many i'm at a oh <laughs> i'm only at like 160 laps at Artie. i thought i was at way more than that but um i'm all, how am I only at 160? That's confusing. Anyway. Yeah, agility has been a lot of fun. Um, and I say that with a grain of salt. <laughs> we need some more. We need some more context there. Back up. I, okay. Context to that statement. Agility has been a lot of fun without having to, without having the pressure of like agility locked to 99. Because I've done that to myself three times now. Fishing, mining, and runecrafting. And um, yeah, I'm not doing it this time. So I'm free to train other skills. I've been I've been doing constant birdhouse runs. I've been doing farm runs. I've been training Slayer. I'm nearly 99 uh, defense, but I'm, like, I'm not rushing to get it. Like 150k? That would take me probably two hours with Slayer. But I, I also gave myself... Two episodes ago? One episode ago? I can't remember. But I talked about the fact that I want to max before my membership runs out. I think I have like 212 days left. We we have a date, boys. We oh, yeah. have a date. You want, to, you want me to say the date? It is... Did I pin it? I Surely I pinned it in the XP Waste chat. Surely I pinned it. No? I thought it was, yeah, March 9th, March, March 9th. 8th, something like yeah. that. March 9th, 2022. 2023. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> We're already March 9th is when my membership runs out, so maxing party by then of 2023. Mm-hmm. I don't want to edit that message, but I do want to pin it so we have <laughs> it like so we have it for reference. So you heard it here first, boys. Yeah, I mean, I'm at I'm halfway to almost halfway. I'm nearly halfway to 99 agility. It's really just agility and slayer. I I I'm, I keep telling myself that if I can just get agility and slayer done, maxing is just around the corner because I, Hunter is fine, and I think thieving would literally take me like a week, because I'm 93 thieving, 
So it's doable, boys. It's doable. <laughs> I did. Are, are, have you have you kind of like what's your last ninety nine going to be? Have you thought about that yet? Actually, so that brings up another point I was going to make. Um, I think I am going to go with the ninety eights. So just get all of the ones I have left besides uh, besides defense. We're just going to get all the ones I have left all at once. So it'll be agility, thieving, slayer, and hunter. Okay. Because I can feasibly do all of those, and like I can feasibly not train agility until next year, and I can you know, slayer's easy, just lamp it. Um, but I'll have to get ninety nine defense because I don't think that's too stressful for me to to leave that at ninety eight, and I kind of want to yeah. be max combat. <laughs> so, the one question I have with that notably for agility and slayer mm-hmm. obviously yes defense please push through to 99 don't don't like not use the defensive style or like not be able to cast anything on long range like yeah that's too stressful but what are we going to do about like bingos and shortcuts oh i'll probably just sense? leave a good margin i mean i could feasibly leave like 500k till 99 and be for and for be what fine. skill agility 500k huh yeah i mean that that gives me enough leeway to then once i have 98 and all the other ones say okay i'll spend like you know five or six hours training agility to prep for the for the 90 for the maxing party yeah i mean i know you don't particularly love like you're not you're not the pvmer of the duo here but (laughs) i i am curious so like what is 98 Slayer with 10k till the next level going to look like if you have the itch to do oh, to do Slayer? If I have the itch to do... Well, I probably just wouldn't do Slayer at that point. Uh, like... That, that severely limits me on the amount of, like, PVM content I could do. Because I'm not just going to go and kill, like, Abbey Demons for fun. Yeah, you get the occasional I've, whip. I've done that before, and it's not fun. Yeah, I think Jamie had a bingo like a year ago. It was a it was a pretty neat like solo bingo format, mm-hmm. and I killed a thousand abyssal demons off task. Did not get a whip. Oh no, I was having a really 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 bad time. Yeah, trying to get a whip. But the the other thing that I I'm trying to keep in mind is I just opened up my my goals for this account, mm-hmm. and to be completely honest it said goals for 2022 i just deleted the 2022 and left goals for this account <laughs> not to put a hard stop for this year because notably one of them is max total right next to that 100 mil cooking xp i don't know <laughs> what i was thinking in january of this year thinking i could get max and 100 mil total back then when i was had just got 99 mining Crazy. you know Sometimes putting those ridiculous goals like that for a year are helpful to put that into perspective. This isn't necessarily for Michael. This is more for you, the listener. A little bit for Michael, too. But, like, would you like to know one of the stretch goals that I have on my on my page? I would like to get the Grandmaster Combat Achievement done for Inferno KC, mm. which is 10 Inferno KC. Now, let's look at where we are in the account. It's <laughs> August 7th. I still don't have an Infernal Cape. I wrote this sheet on probably, like, December 20th. Yeah. So, I still don't have an Infernal Cape. 
and the stretch goal was to get 10 KC by the end of the year. Sometimes you put a goal on there that's like 100 mil cooking XP or like the nibbler pet, which is just such a just a ridiculous stretch goal because you can't control that. Like it kind of puts into perspective what more attainable goals are in the span of a year. Yeah. Once you get into the year, Mm -hmm. you know, like of the stretch goals of mine, the Jad transmog is probably not that crazy of a goal because we're getting this cape this year. And then six Jads is just going to be a drunken meme fest until we beat it. Yeah. You know, but like, so yeah, sometimes you set lofty goals that don't make sense for a year and you look back and go, what was I thinking? And it just helps plan goals in the future. Mm. Some of the ones that I think are obtainable on my list would be like the KBD pet. I could, I could feasibly do a bunch of KBD on the side when I get bored. Um, ranked in every boss could also, within reason, could also happen. I know that there are bosses down here that I'm just not going to touch this year, notably the Inferno. <laughs> so that... You did it once. You did it once. You made it to wave 20-something on your first I, attempt. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could put Infernal Cape as a goal, but to be fair, I put attempt the Inferno as a goal for this year, which I did. So... I attempted it, but I think that more yeah, so. Yeah, attempt it more than once. Like, actually attempt it. Like actually go for the, go for the completion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's someone here that are fine. I mean, there's there's the option for me to get probably if I really wanted to work hard, I could probably get like 25 mil cooking XP for the year. And that's I might start working on that because there's stuff that I want to do. Shitload my, of cooking XP. <laughs> right now, it's only. 12 million more XP? I mean... That's like 1 to 94. 90, that's like 1 to 97 yeah, cooking. 1 to 97. Again. So, like, it's no small feat <laughs> to do. You can get 900k XP per hour with one ticking Karambwans. You're going to one tick Karambwans for I, I just 12 hours? I just might. <laughs> I just might. <laughs> Don't tempt me, Oxy. <laughs> do it right now. Right now. Right now. But no, I... Like overall, I'm excited for I'm excited for my account progression. And I'm also really excited for my account progression on my groupie. I think by the time this episode comes out, I will have my Barrows gloves. So thank you to everybody that came out to the stream. It's pretty hype. I think I had an average of like fifteen viewers for that stream, the one I did yesterday. The whole night. So yeah, it's hype. That's a lot of fun. It was, it was pretty hype. It was a fun stream. Uh, it was fun to see all the people out there <laughs> yeah. watching for the Barrows gloves. Mad unfortunate that, like, circumstances did not allow the gloves to be obtained. Yeah. Yeah. It but, was. It goes back to the whole diaper rash thing with, I normally get to sleep in on Sundays, but I didn't want to risk it because I'm not going to leave my wife to, to handle that. It's a two-person job changing his diaper right now. And if that's TMI, I'm so sorry. But that's just dad life, I think. <laughs> Parenting life. So I feel like every every dad is like, yup. Every dad <laughs> listening. Because I know we got a lot of dads who listen to the show, I'm sure. Yeah. So that 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 was rough. But um Tuesday, you guys this is in the past for you guys, but in the future, it's it's still the future for me. So I'm I'm thinking about streaming on Tuesday night to attempt the final boss fight because I got a little bored today and did Awogi and ceramic bars. So I, I did those two quests. Now I just literally have the fight. Okay. And okay. Again, this is this is like did somebody cast Zone of Truth on me right now? Because 
I'm about to admit that I have not ever killed the calm answer. I've always had my friends do it. <laughs> on my, Let's I didn't go, have bear gloves on my first account, but on on, go, on this baby. account that I'm playing on right now, I have not done the final boss fight. So I have I have no Let's idea go. what to expect, <laughs> folks. Then this is how we hold Michael accountable. Yep. When you get to this part in the episode, probably about 25 or so minutes in, head over to the XP Waste chat and Discord at Michael. Tell him GZ on Barrows Gloves. GZ yes. on your first Barrows Gloves. My first Barrows. It's Because really... that's essentially what this is, is the first oh, Barrows gosh. Gloves boss fight. Like a lot of the quests that I'm going to do on the group Iron Man will be the first ones because, again, I just. I had a friend who I grew up with. I, I got him into RuneScape. He surpassed me a lot because he just loved this game. I still play to this day. It's on my friends list. We'll message sometimes. But he really, really liked quests. Like, really liked them. And I didn't care for it. I was like, it doesn't bother me that I'm not doing this quest. Now, looking back, do I regret that decision? A little bit. But you can't fault yourself in the past for what you have no control over. You know, I have no control over Mm -hmm. what I did back then. I did have control over it. That's kind of a weird saying. But... I can't change the fact that I didn't do these quests, but mm-hmm. a lot of the quests that I'm going to do in my group Iron Man, it'll be for the first time. Like I've not killed Galvec. So I'm not going to sit here and tell people how to do it because never done it myself. Oh, Got I somebody else wait. to do it. We're, we're so excited for that day. We're going to make like a movie night out of it. We're all going <laughs> to hop in VC. The GIM team is going to get in VC. <laughs> we're going to watch Michael do DS2. Um, notably the boss, but I did. Monkey I'm, Madness. I'm excited for it. Oh, yeah, me too, dude. I did Monkey Madness. I did Song of the Elves, but it, the Dragon Slayer too. I just that's the one I haven't done. And I, Do you want my advice? Sure. Practice on your main account. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, because you can you can, the you fight. can go to the Yeah. It's a combat achievement that took me a million years. But you can you can practice on your main account. I would tell you what happened to me the first time I fought the Culliner Romancer, a word that you cannot pronounce. It's so hard for me to pronounce <laughs> I think I was fighting, God, I was fighting one of the bosses before the Gelatinoth Mother, who was Agrith Nana or something like that. Uh, and you can leave in between boss fights and like regear and come back. Okay. And I, the plan was to leave and come back and like fully prepare for the Gelatinoth Mother because there are things about the fight that are different from normal boss fights oh, that no. I'm not going to spoil for you because oh, you haven't done it yet. <laughs> and as I was going to leave, I had no food and got one banged oh, no. by the Gelatinoth Mother. Now, this was back in 2020, before any gravestone mechanic mm-hmm. or anything like that wiped. Oh, no. Thousands of death runes, <laughs> all my mystic, my staff I was using, oh, gone. All just gone because it was in an instance area, oh, no. and I was like, "Well, there goes the account." <laughs> like it was like I will never financially recover from this. I think I had to go to the Grand Exchange and buy like seven hundred death runes. Oh my god! With what cash stack I had left, and then like I bought I, buying Mystic on the Grand Exchange is a lot cheaper than buying it from a store. Which why is Blue Mystic two hundred k for the top and bottom? from from the magic guild why why i don't know um but it was a lot cheaper when i i think i bought like the blue just because i knew it would be the cheapest so whatever money i had was then put forward into 
a new set of gear for a recipe for disaster. So that's insane. The dude. first time I did RFD was was it was rough in these streets doing that's RFD insane. the first time. It was it was real rough. Can you confirm whether or not they actually have a death mechanic coffer? Like, do they have a coffer yeah. now? Okay, good. Yeah, all instance areas, your things will go to a gravestone. Oh, a gravestone. Okay, sweet. I know. I know that because when I did Monkey Madness two for the first time, I did it a week after the update, and I got killed by the demonic gorillas, and I had to like take a minute and just like <laughs> because. Before the death update, I would have lost my Trident of the uh, Trident of the Seas. I would have lost my blowpipe. I would have lost my full RMs. I think I brought my whip with me. Like I brought my full max to fight these demonic gorillas and Gluff, and I would have lost probably eight mil worth of gear, which at the time was my entire bank of gear. Like we would not have gotten the quest cape that week. Wow! Because there's no way we would have been able to fund anything. <laughs> We would have lost so much had the death mechanic not been implemented literally the week before I did MM2. Do you, do you think you would have been more careful, though? Because I, I got to think that the death mechanic made you... I was careful. Okay. And I got killed because I was not as good of a player as I am now. <laughs> Oxy the Scrubs. Let's, let's <laughs> say, holy, the boys that have been around for a long time know what the Scrub Oxy is is and was like. But... <laughs> Yeah, I'm very excited to watch you do Galvec, watch you do Color and Romancer. I'm hyped for it. It's going to be a lot of fun. So yeah, at Michael, tell him GZ on Barrow's gloves. GZ on his first Barrow's gloves. <laughs> Got to hold him accountable. It'll happen. It'll happen. And if I can... Okay, so this is my plan for that stream. I'll start out with the fight, and then if I have time, I'll send a fire cape attempt. So, you know... Well, we'll see if I can do both in one day. Okay. Exciting. It's exciting. Yeah, I'm I'm more confident now with the fire cape just because I talked about it last week. We have so many more prayer potions. We have like I have so much better gear. I probably could borrow Bless Dehyde from from TMD, Carol Skirt. Carol Skirt. Me. Yeah, there's so much better gear that my predecessors before me can just loan me <laughs> cuz Oxy and TMD both have their fire capes now. So, I'm excited. And I'm, I'm kind of sad that like Scape and Monkey Waffle aren't playing, because I think they probably would have had their Bears gloves and fire capes by now, and I would have been the last one. But I'm, I'm not the last one to do it, which I don't know. It makes me glad that I am not the last one, but also I probably would have been if if this if situations had been different with like schedules and stuff. Because I I could if Scape was grinding the group Iron Man the way he grinds RuneScape. I I guarantee you he would have had like the best in slot melee gear. Scape would be two K total blowpipe yes. surf helm. Yes, like Scape would be popping off yes. if he was if he was in if he was in full skate mode in every sense of the word <laughs> full skate mode. Uh, he'd be we'd be left in he'd the be dust. blowing us out of the literally yeah. blowing us out of the water. Like TMD has me beat by like two hundred total levels. Scape would have me beat by five hundred. Yeah, surely. Yeah, but I'm about, he'll be back someday. He'll be back. We're hoping. I'm about to hit 1,300 total on my group Iron Man, which is hype. So I'm about to hit 1,400 total on my group Iron Man. Well, I think I just I have there's skills I haven't trained. Like I haven't seriously been training Hunter except for like the last two weeks. I've just been doing birdhouse runs whenever I think about it. I haven't been seriously training farming. I only trained up to 34 to get a quest done. So like there's things I could be doing for the daily scape grind, 
that mm-hmm. could afford me some combat or that could afford me some total levels. But it's just not a it's not a priority for me right now. I feel it. it reminds me, I'm gonna do a farm run on my main. And speaking of Hunter, it's a momentous day, folks. After literally forty one hundred hours of playing old school RuneScape on my main account, I finally hit eighty Hunter. And I finally now have base eighties on my main. So Herbivore slaps. I think I put it in Discord that it took me a year and a half to go from 70 to 80 Hunter, and it took me two hours to go from 80 to 81 Hunter. <laughs> like, I, Irby, <laughs> Irby's good content. Irby's real good content. Love it. So, excited for that. I'm going to go do a farm run myself now that you reminded me. Yeah. But uh, as much as I love shooting the shit with you and chatting about RuneScape goals, because it sounds cliche at this point, 72 episodes deep, but. Boy, do we love talking about RuneScape goals. This isn't like an act we put on for the podcast. Like, catch us in a VC, and we will talk about this stuff normally for hours. Like, this is just what we really like talking about. But that's not the point of this episode. So this episode, I I guess, Michael, will sum it up in, like, the... What do we want to call it? Like, revisiting the mid-game? Sure. Evolving from the mid-game? What is what is the mid? What is the mid? Like, you know, there's there's a lot of lot of things that we kind of want to touch on here, um, and with like we have two accounts that are in the mid game, but we'll kind of get into, I guess, sort of some of the differences with all of that. So do you want to you want to kick us off, Michael? What are we? We have a list here. Ooh. You know, this is an important episode. Michael and I got a document we're pulled up. We're looking at here. <laughs> so what do you what do you kind of want to kick us off with, Michael? So yeah, we kind of went, we had a phrase in mind for this episode that we kind of want to throw out there. It's just so it's out on the table. How long is too long to be in the mid game? That is the question we're going to tackle this this episode. It's a it's a big one. I think I think a lot of people, I don't know, uh, more probably more so internally, like either have had this question. Or they look at their RuneScape account every single day and they're like, what am I doing? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know that I'm necessarily at that point in my group Iron Man, but I had that. I had that same kind of thought, not word for word. But I felt that a lot in 2020 when I picked this game up for for reels again. At that point, I was like low 2K total. I think I only had the hard diaries done. and. I had zero bossing experience. So then mm-hmm. I meet everybody in TNL and everybody's a PVM God. And I'm just sitting here like, cool. Were we learner raids? when you, when you met us, were we? Yeah. Oh, compared to my like concept and, and idea of what PVM was like, I keep saying, like, I'll, I'll say this until I die. If it was, if it was feasible for me to revert my account back to day one, I would just become a skiller. This like my main account would be a maxed skiller account, level three. It wouldn't it wouldn't bother me to never have to do PVM in this game. Now, the caveat to that is it is fun. Like it is fun to do PVM with your friends. Solo PVM doesn't doesn't scratch the itch for me. And maybe maybe raids three will be super, super fun and I'll get really into it, which we'll get more into raids three as the weeks go by. But yeah, it's like, I'm not against PVM. I I definitely want to 
put that on the table for everybody who thinks that like I'm anti PVM. I'm not. <laughs> and I don't like that that picture is kind of painted for me to say that like, oh, Michael hates PVM. I don't hate it. I just, it's not my cup of tea all the time. I'll scratch the itch when it, when it, when it pops up. And that's why I've been going back to what we talked about earlier. Like, like so I've been training Slayer, but for me to like sit down at the computer and, you know, go to Hydra, <laughs> you have to have a task for that. But like, Oh God, I'd love a Hydra task right about now. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. See, and that's the opposite of, I, I, I did about six kills on my Hydra task and just skipped it. Cause I was like CBA right now. It's not three weeks, 30 mil. Ooh. I mean, the money's nice. I'm not going to lie, but I don't need money. And that just, that, that point is proven when I say that I lend it Oxy a third age on his account. That I'm, that I'm currently wearing wearing. to do a farm run. (laughs) I, I was doing a, I was thieving with the full fashion scape on, but then I'm like, shit, I probably got to do a farm run. So So now I'm doing a fruit tree run, um, with, uh, what's it called? With third age and a scythe. There you go bit inefficient but who gives a shit <laughs> really but yeah that's me that's my that's my take on on the whole conversation for this evening yeah so so how long is too long to be in the mid game something of a scary surely judgmental sounding question as well that's one thing i kind of want to diffuse off the rip is like michael almost has a max cape i almost have an infernal cape when we ask how long is too long to be in the mid game it's not you're going too slow and need to be better at the game. It is more of like, what do you define as something for yourself? And more meant to be an introspective point, which I suppose, Michael, I can transition to here of how long is too long to be in the mid game is a question you really got to ask yourself. I think, which I, I think I may have already briefly mentioned. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, how do you define the end of the mid game? I know we talked about this a little bit, but I'm I'm interested to hear to hear your take. How do you define the end of the mid game? Yeah, because I think we define it differently, and this is bit. just two examples of two examples of how this works in our in our brains. And I guess another example of what we're trying to express to you guys. Mm-hmm. So for me, the the end of the mid game came about when I had my quest cape. I feel like I had, I feel like I had like all my hard diaries done and the idea of seriously going for the elite diaries was a a big step because that's, Mm -hmm. that's like a lot of skills are in the nineties that you normally wouldn't train just because like rune crafting, 86 rune crafting, 91 if you don't want to boost um a lot of fishing just for fun so, <laughs> so much thieving. so much thieving oh so much thieving oh my yeah. god so there's a lot of skills that you don't normally have to get that high unless you want to do the diary so um diaries was a big one because I, I mean for me i i got i got to 93 slayer and that probably was the most consistent pvm that i have ever done on this account the the grind from probably low 80s to 93 for the western provinces of hard diary i think it is uh yeah for thermi yeah so that was a lot of that was a lot of play like player versus monster as they you know, the kids are saying these days but 
yeah, the 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 grind for the Elite Diaries really pushed me into the the end game on the skiller side. And we can definitely get into that mentality a little bit later. But yeah, that's that's the mid game to the end game on my account. What about you? Which is I don't want to say wildly different, but pretty significantly different from me who was like the first time I felt like I was truly out of the mid game was the first time I went into Chambers as Eric. Mm. Yeah, my first Cox was when I was like, man, I'm home free. I made it. I'm out of the mid game. <laughs> that kind of coincided with like getting better at Vorkath, getting, holy shit, guys, I got seven Vorkath Casey today. I'm out of the mid game. Look at me. I'm so good. <laughs> um, but probably up there with that would have to be um, Zalra. Okay. Like killing Zalra? Getting getting uh fifty KC. Getting that notification that Zalra is no longer free to die at. Oh. That is that was for me like the running joke was like, all right, there goes Oxy's bank. But like at the <laughs> time, that's probably when I first felt that like I'm no longer in the mid game. I am I'm here. I'm in it. I am a late game end game player. I'm ranked at Zalra. Now, mind you, if you could look at my account where it was at that time when I got ranked in Zalra, wildly different from Michael's definition. I maybe had all the hard diaries done, but there's a strong chance that at that time I was still like, eh, CBA doing Mage Training Arena. But that took me so long only because I needed, like, the alchemy room for, like, an hour. Mm. And then just like got bored and didn't do it. Like I did it with Scape one night and he was an hour ahead of me. So he got it done. And I was like, all right, cool. Scape's done. Time to do something else. And then just didn't do it for like a year. <laughs> um, so I probably didn't have all my hard diaries done. Probably like a fat base 60s. But like not like close to base 70s. Like mm-hmm. probably 62 Hunter. No, maybe a little. It was probably had seventy hunter because I had done Song of the Elves. Oh, okay, but like yeah, Questcape. Probably seventy Runecrafting. I don't think I had a like a completed house at the time. Like I may, I probably had Questcape, probably had Firecape, but I don't think I felt like I was ready to be considered in the end game until my first chambers and like when I thought I had Zalra down. And I say think because I could. I I can do Zalra with my eyes closed now. <laughs> I actually kind of want to see what it would be like if if I couldn't see Zalra. I think that would be a fun plugin to like remove the boss for a challenge mode. Like Zalra no longer pops up. You just have to remember where oh it would gosh, be. Oh my gosh, dude, that would be insane. Based on its like attacks and rotations, I feel like that's where I'm at with wow. Zalra. Where like I, I I enjoy the boss enough to like I've memorized it to that point. Mm-hmm. So. Our definitions of leaving the mid game are very different. Michael brought up a point before we started recording because we asked, like, well, what do you think the end of the mid game is? Um, and he's like, I don't know, probably Quest Cape and base 80s. And just at, <laughs> I just hit base 80s <laughs> last Monday. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm playing the account for almost 4,200 hours and I just hit base 80s the other day Mm. so the definition of how long is too long to be in the mid game and when do we leave the mid game is more in in that sense in like the in like the runescape numbers sense we feel it's a personal choice 
If oh, does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, personal choice. There is one thing that Michael and I agreed on that's a little bit more concrete that I think is kind of interesting to talk about. Um, this is where we get into more like the pushing you guys to do things. It's not a specific in-game achievement that defines the end of the mid-game. The getting out of the mid-game is less about your skill level and more about your game knowledge. Mm. Which I'll let me I I'll explain it like this. You're gonna get 99 woodcutting, or you're gonna get 99 fishing. Old classic skills, super easy, kind of rewarding to do, incremental level ups. It's you can see progress. It's a lot of fun. Now, it's not out of the realm of possibility to go from normal trees to oaks, willows, maples, yews, up to magics, and do magics maybe to redwoods, or maybe do magics to 99 like they did back in the day. You know, that's not out of the realm of possibility. That's not even necessarily a bad way to go about doing it. But one thing that I would kind of add to leaving the mid-game is this understanding that sometimes your time is just as valuable as the GP you might make or the GP you might spend. Yeah. You know, and this, this stretches further, the later you get in the game, your time becomes more important, but you know, a game knowledge difference is, well, teak logs are a lot faster Mm -hmm. because you usually get more teak logs. So you get more XP per hour. So if you look at it, like, XP per hour versus total actions, you're going to need to cut less magic logs in total. You're probably going to need to cut like five times as many teak logs. But the amount of time you're going to be spending cutting teaks is probably a third of what you'd be doing cutting magics. Does that make sense? It's more about knowing the techniques and knowing the quote-unquote efficient ways to do things. What do, you, what do you got to add to this, Michael? Because I'm not trying to sound like, oh, you have to be efficient to leave the mid-game. Lord knows efficiency. I don't know how many times you got to say it in this show. Efficiency is not our jam. Michael was yelling at me earlier today because I'm decked out in the finest third age. Jad Slayer Helm, Scythe of a Tour, Thieving this Arty Knight. This man once again says week 108 of asking Oxy to get his rogues outfit. And I said no. <laughs> Because I think the rogue's outfit is stupid. I don't like the minigame. I don't want to do it. That's the most inefficient decision I could make because I would probably have made about five to six hundred more, five hundred to six hundred K more in GP with the rogue's outfit than I have already. So to call us hyper efficient (laughs) is not, is not correct. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Game knowledge is huge though. You don't have to be hyper efficient to have game knowledge. I think Mm -hmm. your example of like, the woodcutting is a perfect example to say like, you know, you don't have many options available to you when you're starting this game, but as your, as your repertoire of skill grows, thus your knowledge does too. It should at least, um, you've probably done these quests a bunch of times. If you started, you know, many accounts and the, the path the most efficient path through the the quest grind comes with time. So a funny thing is like you could be essentially in the end game mindset on an account that shouldn't necessarily be defined as in the end game. That's totally oxy right now. And I'm pointing uh, to myself, if you're an audio only listener, pointing to myself because man, did I live that life for a long time? Mm hmm. Like, 
<clears throat> it happens. Like, there's nothing wrong with thinking you're further ahead than where you are, which, again, is a subjective term. I'm a mid-game skiller, and Michael's a mid-game PVMer. Yeah. Yeah. With the methods and the content that we do on a regular basis. Yeah. Right? But you can easily flip that around and we're both endgame what we like to do. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a percentage, you know? <laughs> if you're seventy five percent endgame in skilling, you're you're pretty much in the end game. Not to say that, you know, fifty fifty mid gamers um are only fifty fifty, you know, they're you you know what I mean. <laughs> That's not to say that there isn't a period of the account where you're in the mid-game. We've talked about it before. The the 50s blues. Take a shot every time Michael and I say the word mid-game oh in this episode. This is this is gonna get out of it's gonna get out of control. But mid-50s, even up to like mid to late 60s, can just be awful. I'm sorry. It can just be awful. Yeah. I hate it. I'm, I'm doing it on my group Iron Man's. <laughs> and I hate it. I, I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. It's it's a you hurdle know? with all the with all the stuff that you're used to later in the game. It's definitely a hurdle to to get through those earlier levels. And then on the other side of that, of it, it's it's a double edged sword if you're if you're just getting there for the first time. It's a double edged sword of it's going to be so much nicer once I get over this. But wow, it. I'm going to look back and think this was so easy. Mm. Like mining. I have on my group Iron Man like 63 mining. Oh, the thought of getting 72 mining is just so horrible. I don't even want to do it. I have no desire to push for 72 mining. Yeah. But knowing that like I got to 63 mining and it was like 63K till 64. And looking at it from the mindset I have right now, it was like, holy shit, that's like an hour of mine. <laughs> like, I was really excited to see that low XP number or low remaining because the higher you get, the more efficient training you get, the more those numbers go up for your next level. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it, it kind of works both ways in that, you know, it you don't know how good it can be once the mid game's over, but you're going to miss how easy it in theory was at the time. Yeah. Which isn't to discount if you're struggling through that part of your account, because Jesus God, it's just not it's so fun. Slow. Even in like, we've said it before, even in leagues, it sucks when mm. you're in the fifties, you know? Yeah. Cause it's, it's like stuff is slow. The, the, the glimmer of hope that I, I have is that Jagex is continually improving new player experience and like we have guardians of the rift which just absolutely changes the game for early game and mid game uh rune crafting like mm-hmm. i can confidently say i did not break a sweat getting 58 rune crafting on my group iron man on an iron man account 58 rune crafting for it context, flew. I think I had to lamp my way to 58 room crafting <laughs> on my main account. <laughs> Lamps and uh, what is it? Uh, Tears of Gothics. That's that's yep, been the I meta. Think I lamped in Tears of Gothics my way to probably 60 room crafting on my on my yeah. main. Like it was bad. So now the slow one early game is definitely mining and agility, but uh, there's 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 things that Jagex is putting in the game that is definitely helping out everyone mm-hmm. in those early levels. So. There's there's a glimmer of hope. <laughs> yeah. And 
Another point I want to add, just briefly before we move on to the next thing. Every player you see with a Max Cape, an Infernal Cape, a Zuck Helm, a Champion's Cape, a Diary Cape, doesn't matter where they're at in their account. If you look at them and think, holy shit, they're really good at this game. They also were at the point that we are describing. If it's not been obvious the way Michael and I talk about it, and we're pretty, I guess, pretty endgame, so to speak, you know, the amount Michael and I talk about it, everyone goes through this. It's not a bad thing to do. And it's not, there's not a set time limit to get through it. Cause like, kind of like we said earlier, how long is too long is more up to you. Yeah. Um, that answers the question. Honestly, how long is too long? It's up to you. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, what, what element of the mid game do you want to be out of? Cause like mid game skills versus mid game PVM are, are very different. And I think next week we kind of want to talk about the PVM specifically, because as you said before, we get a lot of requests to like, Talk about when to go to endgame PVM or when to start dipping your toes into endgame PVM. So we might do that a little bit next week because Raids 3 is on the horizon. Mm. So I think it might be a little fun and a little hopefully motivational to um, to get people to do Raids 3. I'm going to make a statement right now relating to Raids 3. Please don't sell your gear to buy new stuff. Yeah, Don't do it. Hold on to it. Doesn't matter if you're bringing RMs and a Trident of the Seas or whatever. Just don't sell it. Yeah. Just hold on to it. Yeah. If you have money laying around and want to purchase an upgrade, like Armadil or Ancestral, and you have other important upgrades, go for it. Don't. It's it's a bad time to buy end game gear because it's all going up, but it's a good time to buy mid game gear because people are dumping it to buy end game gear. <laughs> other people are being stupid. Just not you. you know, other people are spending. <laughs> other yeah, not you. Yeah, Michael's exactly right. Um, but this kind of leads to the next point of how will I know when I'm done? How will I know when I'm out? You you can't know what you don't know. That Say it again. Sense? Say it again for people in the back. <laughs> you, you can't know what you don't know. Do do research on what you're doing right now. Look up YouTube videos. When mm-hmm. I was coming up in RuneScape, I watched a literal shitload of Theoatrix videos. I mean, I think I watched his entire library between probably October or November of 2019 up until probably June of 2019 or June of 2020. Like I watched the entire thing. Mm -hmm. I wanted to know about everything this game had to offer. Some of it felt really far away. Like eight hours to complete a void set felt awful. And I probably wasn't ever going to do that. Spoiler alert. I did. And it did take a really long time, but still, um, you know, so do research. If you're, if you're trying to train a skill, look up how to do it. Runecrafting is a good example. I don't know the meta to do mid to low level runecrafting anymore because guardians of the rift is out. So I don't have actually know if it's better than, lavas or orania or like lamping your shit like i don't know what's better anymore yeah. so yeah i would say that <laughs> i would say guardians of the rift is the best because literally you do two quests and then you have the level required to do guardians of the rift and then it's a hundred percent free i think literally you need a chisel and some mm-hmm. sort of weight reducing gear but even then it this is in something that Jagex has been putting sneakily into the game. It's like Giants Foundry has this, Guardians of the Rift has this. Like they just restore your run energy for you, 
after certain things. It's kind of pog that they thought about this because Mahogany Holmes does it. Yes, Mahogany Holmes was. I think Mahogany Holmes was the start of Jagex really just giving away run energy for free. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you don't really need Graceful when you're going into Guardians of the Rift anymore. You don't even really need Graceful when you do Mahogany Holmes either. Um, but that's a. It's nice to have. Yeah, it's nice to have. Don't get don't get us wrong, but. <laughs> But, yeah, I think one of the main things that just keep in mind uh, with everything that we're talking about today is you see these people with a max cape. You see these people with a scythe. They have, you know, hundreds of tob. They went through the mid game at some point. They're, they, everybody you see in the game who you're striving to, to, to emulate, like, they've been through it themselves, too. And it's a possibility. Like, it's, it's a very real possibility. No, I'm going to re that. It is an achievable goal. It's an absolutely achievable goal for you to go from the 50s blues to your first top KC. It just takes having a mindset to do it. Because the, the thing I hear the most about when people are hesitant to do content is just, well, I don't know. I don't know how to do it. So, I'm just not going to try. And that can that can be kind of a a daunting thing if you don't have people around you or you don't have ways to learn other than, you know, reading a wiki article, which isn't always the easiest, you know? Like yes. Yeah, that's we've <laughs> we've talked about that before. The wiki the wiki is flawed in that let's let's go look at for example a mid-game boss. Let's look up OSRS Seracnus. And let's go to Seracnus's page and look at the strategy guide. What's the best in slot to take to Seracnus, right? Amulet of Torture, Infernal Cape, Scythe of Vitur, Ferocious Gloves, Prims, Azurker Ring, and Dragon Claws are some of the best items to take, right? <laughs> if you like, they're not wrong. It's not, it's not like bad advice to take that stuff uh-huh. you're gonna beat the shit out of Seracnus if that's what you take with you like i've brought most of that stuff before and man does it slap yeah you know but if you're back in the like well i just bought my Seracnus cudgel era where you know i i think i brought like lord what would i have what would i've brought to kill Seracnus for the first time i maybe brought a whip Maybe I brought... I don't even remember because I didn't own a cudgel. Oh. I don't remember what I would have brought. Luckily, I had the money I, for a bludgeon because they weren't, they weren't too expensive. I think they were like... They were like 50, 50 mil back when I started. Oh. I think at the point I got my, my bludgeon, it was like 20-something mil. It wasn't Well, I got, my first, I got my first cudgel when they were one mil a piece. So I did, I did my first Seracnus a long time ago. But I don't remember what I brought with. Maybe a leaf-bladed battle axe? I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, I don't even remember what I would have brought with me. But it's daunting to look on the wiki and be like, oh, cool. I can never do Seracnus. I don't have the best in slot gear. Oh, yeah. From the wiki perspective. I can tell you off of the rip, you don't need any of that shit to kill Seracnus. You don't need any of that shit to do most of the content in this game. Right, it does make it a lot easier, surely, but you don't need it to do anything. So that's where Michael kind of brings up that good point of like, find people, ask people. This is where I plug the Discord and say, "Come hang out in TNL. We love helping people do things." Um, 
you know, we have all sorts of people ranging from people who are also in the mid game, sharing their experiences to grandmaster combat achievement obtainers, just like giving people gear setups for literally anything. Yeah. You know, so we're, we love helping people. And if it's not us, I really do recommend finding people. Mm -hmm. Ask questions when it is relevant. The thing I see the most in discord and in the CC is it's a stupid question, but <laughs> like, Oh honey, if the amount of, if the amount of stupid questions I asked got counted or the yeah. amount of stupid things I did without asking got counted. <laughs> I brought a Holy wrench to my first fight caves run. Cause I thought I needed it for extra prayer points. Mm -hmm. Not a bad idea, but probably would have been more efficient to just take an extra another prayer, another pot. prayer pot yeah <laughs> you know that oh, i didn't that's not something i knew back in the day mm. right the the way that i'm sure michael can attest to this too the way that mine probably his accounts progressed the path of progression you will probably see a significant spike in efficiency quote unquote mm. a, a spike in progress in the account once we started to meet other people oh yeah and this can be said for everyone you know i was we were all there together when it was me scape and jesse learning how to do chambers as eric like that's let, like it's funny to think about <laughs> jesse funny learning. to think about when <laughs> you're learning chambers of eric which is you do a good solo in 20 minutes you do that all day long mm -hmm. right it's it's weird to think about, but yes, go and go and meet people. Go and ask people questions. Like, oh, hundred percent. Even if there are people in public chat, I would never do this because, boy, do I hate in-game socialization. But I know Michael would. Yeah, like, what talking to people with the GE? How do you feel about that? Uh, it depends on the context, but I mean, I I ask people questions all the time. I, I'm well, not... if you just like shout it out, like, yo, what do I need to take to Barrows? Oh, 100%. I would, I would either ask that myself or I would try and help somebody if I had time. There was tons of times where I was just literally bank standing in the Grand Exchange. And, you know, you see the cute noobs, you feel for them, and they're like, I just got membership. And, you know, I'm sitting here with like 200 mil in my account. I'm like, oh, here's a mil. Go and buy yourself, you know, a nice spread of gear and, and, and potions and, and food so i'll always talk to people no matter what i think my my private chat my public chat is always on unless i'm just really trying to focus then i'll close them like right now trying to do the podcast trying to do some herbivore so i i have like my, my games tab is the one that's turned on it's like i can't read the clan chat i'm not reading public chat but that's just because i don't want to be distracted I had to turn public chat off because I have not seen a more homophobic public chat oh, than no. the last time I was at Winter Todd. These these boys in the Splash World CC right now are kind of oh, no. yikes. But that's that's neither here nor there. Um, so other than asking in a CC for a specific activity, <laughs> um, oh the CC TNL or any hopefully any clan. Oh, that you, oh yeah, our like use. our clan chat is uh, we keep that there. There is no homophobia. In, in TNL. Right. And if there is, there's not. That's a one-tick fan. <laughs> my point um, was, that's the best place to ask, is in a clan chat of people that you trust, where there's a good mixture of people of all account builds, and all account styles, and time played, because 
you know, sometimes you're out of touch. I, I haven't trained, for instance, I haven't trained Herblore in a long time. Um, I'm at 13.7 mil. That 700k is probably just raids and cleaning herbs that I get from Slayer and herb runs. So I haven't trained Herblore in a long time. I don't know what the best potion is now. I don't know what the best way to get to What's the best 90. way to do experience or what's the best way to not like spend a bunch of money? That like too. I'm <laughs> I'm in that boat myself. You know, there's yeah, all sorts of stuff. Out of touch of like how many times do we see people being like, yo, I haven't played in like five years. <laughs> I hate rune crafting or more like yeah. oh honey. Oh honey. <laughs> oh honey. We have something that's gonna blow your mind yeah. nowadays. So yeah, if you're just getting back into it. Or if you're like curious on how to do things and Discord is not your style, ask in game. But regardless, the I guess this whole segment that as much as Michael and I wrote down bullet points has felt completely structureless this entire time talking <laughs> about the mid game. Um, there is no set end goal. It's never too late to like be done with it, or you're never in there for too long. Mm-hmm. It is. It is what you define as being done with this part of the game, right? It, it's okay to jump the gun in some areas. Like I said, my first chambers thinking I was in the end game, looking back, no, no. But at the time, like, yeah, I got a whip, I got a blowpipe, I got my fancy blue backpack. We're doing chambers. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, you bring up a good point. Like, you hit a certain point with the gear that you have it kind of helps you to become more confident, but you can 100% send a chamber's run in scuffed gear. Like, to your point, the gear helps, but you don't need it. And that's sometimes where I think people get caught up and hung up is like, oh, I have to have a BCP before I can, before I can really start doing PVM. No, I mean, no. A torso is just fine. You're gonna, like, looking like a noob aside... And I say that with all love and respect, like looking like you are fresh off the toil island aside, it will get the job done. So wear it with pride because <laughs> one day but, you won't want to wear it. And maybe. But but here's a question. Does it matter if you look like a noob doing content? No, but that's that's absolutely it's not a mindset thing. Absolutely not. It, it's but part of that mindset is. You know, it's it comes down to like ignorance is bliss. If you don't know you look like a noob, does it actually affect your gameplay? No. Like I... when I was on my <laughs> scythe rebuild and I was wearing full dragon G to Theater of Blood, I knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Right. I knew I looked a little ridiculous. But if you don't know that like, oh dude, obsidian legs are super cheap and I'll buy those. And like an obsidian plate body is also super cheap because like it's basically in line with a BCP as well. Fighter torso is better, but like this is a lot quicker to get the obsidian plate body, mm-hmm. right? Full obsidian with like a Nezi helm, a whip and one of those circular toxil whatever they are <laughs> shields. Obby shield. Right? Like that's obby shield, yeah. Like, yeah, you look newbier than shit, but like, does it matter? Because that's all gear upgrades right there. Like maybe yeah. you're saving for a fury with like that with that kind of kit, man. Who knows? Like so, hella hella decked out if it was 2008. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the, the 2008 drip is not inefficient by any means. It's not bad to look like you're new at the game because you might be new at the game, and that's fine. Yeah. Like even if you have you know a thousand hours, 
that's one thing we didn't actually cover now that I say that. Like, some people want to put a time, like, oh, I have a thousand hours in this game. Like, I should be, I should be somewhere, but you may still be in the mid game if you've, if you've yeah, done but, a lot of bank standing. Where? You know, and I'm not asking that question to like oppose you. I'm asking the person who's thinking to themselves, I have a thousand hours. I should be further along. What's further along? That's true. What, what is, what does further along look like? Is it base 60s, 70s, 80s? Is it diaries? Is it PVM? Is it, but what, what level of PVM? Is it Seracnus Mole Barrows? Is it Vorkath Solra Gauntlet? Is it Theater Inferno Chambers? Like what, where should you be? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And this circles back to what we talked about at the beginning of the episode of goal setting, which like set reasonable and sometimes unreasonable goals, just so you have an an unobtainable stretch goal of, you know, 10 Inferno Casey and mastering Fazani's nightmare when it was a struggle for you to get one Casey like six months ago. <laughs> um but so yeah things like just focus on setting goals for yourself you know it's a kind of michael i don't know if you have any more to add i kind of about this i kind of want to go back into the skilling mid game versus pvm mid game cuz i know we touched on sure. it but that's a huge thing for me thinking about this whole conversation is like i i definitely would still call myself in the mid game mindset wise when it comes to pvm there, there's still times where I'm looking up guides on, on YouTube on how to kill bosses. Um, I think I just got ranked in uh, Thermi. Easy is easy boss to kill, but I just never did it. Like anytime I got a, a smoke devil's task, it just, just killed the little ones. I was like, I don't really care for Thermi. Now there will become a time when I may be going for collection log items, or I wanted to get, uh, you know, knock out a pet or two, and those bosses will become more appealing. But um, as far as the, the skilling grinds or the skilling version of the end game, I'm late game, baby. <laughs> like maxing is late game skilling. When you're, when you're talking about 200 mils and getting past 13 mil XP in every skill to get ranks in the game, like that's, that's late game. You don't go much farther than that. So it's like very like just a massive contrast to mm-hmm. to the to the mindset that I think most people have when it comes to oh I'm in the mid game I haven't done my first chambers yet because I th- I think for a lot of people that we talk to doing a raid and becoming more familiar with bossing is a lot of people's like benchmark for I'm I'm nearing my I'm nearing the end of this phase of my account mm-hmm. so. For me, it wasn't because I did my first raid in 2018, and I would still, I would still call myself in the mid game at this point in the in the PVM sector. I mean, I'm getting out of it. I wouldn't say I'm in the mid game because if you look at my if you look at my ranks for bosses, like I've done 40 something gauntlet. That's not too easy to complete. I'm I've gotten I've gotten to Hunliff on a corrupted gauntlet, so. Nearing that end game, I've got to wave what twenty four in the inferno. So, and that's that's literally with the help of my friends. The Beatles said it which, best. Which man, man, we got to do that one over again. Yeah, 
I'm excited. I, this and 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 here's the thing: the mid game PVMer, as Michael describes himself as, made it to wave twenty something in the inferno. Lost every pillar by like wave sixteen. Yeah. Which like that was just knowledge. If, if you point. know inferno, that's the run is pretty f-ed at that point, right? But it is it is right. It is with the help of people, and it is with I guess like. That was more of like a meme thing anyway. It wasn't like a serious attempt. So sometimes you're farther along than you give yourself credit for. Mm-hmm. Michael lazy flicked the ranger. Michael blob flicked. First blob that came out. Once he got in cycle, hardly gave him any issues. <laughs> right? So complex pieces of the Inferno, Michael, the mid-game PVMer, quote-unquote, has down. Other things like pathing, supply management, enemy management, you know, things like that. We got to work on a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But to, to sometimes to, to Michael's point of like, I'm a mid-game PVM or you're further along than you think you mm-hmm. are or you give, give yourself credit for yeah. it, right? And that's, that's the and Here's a question boost. for you. Here's a question for you, right? You, you consider yourself late to end game for skilling you don't do a lot of tick manipulation methods yeah it's just it's very seldom that you get the best xp per hour other than construction which was insane i don't know michael when when michael's going for 99 construction i think it's pre-podcast oh for sure michael michael was he would leave vc and just like not talk to anybody he would be off the grid for like 40 minutes (laughs) And then send a screenshot of like estimated XP per hour 870k from construction. Because this man would be like, you know the dude who's like shaking doing the speed run, like <laughs> his whole desk? That was Michael doing gnome benches. Like, I don't know how you maintained that for even like an hour at a time. Cause that's if I remember correctly, you would do it for like 30 minutes to an hour mm-hmm. and then like completely go train a different yeah. skill. Well, I was watching like it I was, was watching TV, to be honest with you. Like I was trying to, you were focusing on something else. I had okay, so I have two monitors. I have this monitor and I have that one. So to my left was uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender, Legends of Korra, whatever. And on my main monitor, I was doing gnome benches. And like the rhythm that you get into, it's not terribly hard. It's just a rhythm. So yeah, but it's a fast rhythm. It's a fast rhythm. Yeah, it's not like a click wait click wait it michael was like teaching me how to do it one day i think i did it for like 10 minutes and was like nah dog this ain't it (laughs) so so you've not done a lot of tick manipulation and even so construction isn't tick manipulation it was just really sweaty yeah do you consider the ability to tick manipulate for skills a necessity to be a late to end game skiller uh no no like i wouldn't call being the most efficient in skilling a qualification to be a late game skiller because we talked about it. it's like it's not it's not about your skills in the game it's about your knowledge and your experiences so mm-hmm. yeah it helps but it's it, at the end of the day it's a personal preference like how mm-hmm. long do you want to spend doing this i could have tick i could have i guess what three tick barb fish could have done the faster version of barb fishing but to me that was something I was doing while we were watching TV or while I was at work. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't about getting it done quickly. It was just about doing the skill in general. And that's, that's another good point of the mindset of 
there is a significant difference between three tick barb fishing, two tick teaks versus AFK barb fishing and AFK teaks mm-hmm. somewhere like Priff. Yeah. Significant difference. But knowing that knowing that barb fishing and teak trees are faster XP per hour than magic logs and sharks or magic logs and mantas or monkfish. Mm-hmm. You can't even catch monkfish or like angler fish, for examples. I see you can't catch monkfish. You can't catch mantas without fishing trawler. Holy shit. Fishing trawler is bad XP per hour. <laughs> don't do way. it. Um, don't do that for XP per hour. That's uh, like might be fun to get 99 fishing on, on trawler. I think that that might be fun to get 99 fishing right off the trawler on like the mass <laughs> roll. That might be fun and stupid to do with the boys. Um, but knowing that difference kind of is what Michael and I are trying to get to. You might not have to be the most efficient or the best at it because three ticking is hard. I've done three tick barb fishing. It's hard. I've tried to two tick teaks. It's hard. Yeah. You know, it's a mindset. Like I didn't touch granite whatsoever when I was doing mining. (laughs) No, thanks dude. I would much rather, I would much rather have done VM uh, volcanic mine and mother load mine than to than to be in the desert sweating both metaphorically and physically but yeah in every <laughs> sense of the word yeah sweating in the desert yeah but yeah ask people ask people for help ask questions on anything ask questions on youtube best hunter xp in osrs best bosses to kill at you know 80 combat best money makers you know after i get my quest cape. <laughs> Because they'll be able to answer those questions for you. The wiki is far and away one of the best sources for information out there. It can't. Its fault is that it can be a little daunting. The one fault I would say with the wiki is it plays off of the efficiency scape. I have infinite. I have infinite money yeah. and infinite talent to do this boss. Because the like, if we go back to Seracnus, right? The the money gap and the skill gap that the best in slot gear is listed versus what you actually need, both financially and skill for Seracnus, vastly different. The Infernal Cape alone is like bringing a U.S. battleship to a <laughs> game of, like, Airsoft. Sure. <laughs> like, you're going to AC-130 your friends in, a, in like, a, a, an Airsoft game. Like, that is what the skill level of having an infernal cape is the, the money of owning and being able to charge a scythe to bring to Seracnus is very different if you're going there to make money, you know? So that's where the wiki I think is faulted. Yeah. But not in such a way that you shouldn't use it because Holy shit. Is it really useful for telling you how to kill Seracnus? Mm Mm-hmm. It'll break down the the attacks and the different what the animations look like and what to do about the little dominions. Like, what are your stats? What should you aim for to ignore the minions entirely? Or do you kill them? Like, the wiki is beautiful for telling you how to fight it. But don't get discouraged if you don't have the first row or the first, like, three rows worth of gear yeah, that, for any given boss. To this very day, I go to the wiki, I look at the gear, and I just, like, it zigzags. With what I have and what I care to bring. Yep. Yep. Like, you yep. don't have to have... And if you've been to the wiki, you know what we're saying. Like, it essentially goes... Mm-hmm. 
best to worst, left to right, most efficient mm-hmm. to this will get you by. So mm-hmm. if you're if you're looking at the row and it says infernal cape, fire cape, arty cape, or myth cape, but you don't have any of the top three, take what you got. And maybe you do have a far left option. Maybe you could afford some baller gear. Why? I don't know why you would have that baller gear without a fire cape, but that's a totally different conversation. So Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's Michael and I actually pushing people in the mid game. This yeah, is more there's a difference. definitions and confidence. That's 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 next week when we're <laughs> forcing you guys to do things. Yeah. Um but so, yeah, it really it really comes down to doing your research. Like we said, you don't you can't know what you don't know. Um don't be afraid to ask questions and know, learn things. I wanna know. Can you show me? You know, like just ask <laughs> Ask questions. Somebody make that. A this really has <laughs> been this. This really has been the most unstructured structure we've ever put forward in an episode in recent months. I feel like. Yeah. Hopefully, you followed it out there. Um. I, I hope so too. I hope we came off as coherent. You know, because I'd like to think we're qualified with what we're trying to say, but I hope we were able to present it in such a way that you're not like, the fuck are they talking about? I don't know. People are gonna flame me but, for saying that I'm in the mid game PVM. <laughs> I, honest to God, all right, I'll 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 counter that a little bit, right? I I have the credentials to call myself a good PVMer. I'm good at PVM. I literally got up, took a shower, left my house, came back, turned my PC off, and said, "You know what? I only have 120k till my hunter level." I'll just do it tomorrow. Didn't I just got done saying like a little bit of XP is a lot easier for me to push through 150 K and less. I'm going to get the level today. Like that's where I'm at with XP, <laughs> but I am not a, not a skiller. The hunter, the hunter XP was such a, a hill for me to climb that I literally was like, I'm going to procrastinate this in any way I can. I've not procrastinated a skill that hard since runecrafting. Oh, damn. Like, so to counteract Michael's mid-game PVM, or I guess you can call me a mid-game skiller because, man, I just do not give a shit about some <laughs> skills. It's fine. You know? It's fine. It's totally fine. That said, 80 Hunter, life-changing. You will never... Ca- I might not even do birdhouse runs anymore. I might, I might just only do herbivore Ridiculous. for the rest of my life. Ridiculous. Life-changing. <laughs> life-changing, Michael. Life-changing. I've gotten 125k Hunter XP since I switched over. Couldn't tell you how long. Actually, exactly one hour. Because I've got 125k an hour on the tracker. So, I would have had your, your Hunter level by now. <laughs> Uh yeah, you would have a couple days ago, hundred percent. Like oh, that was a couple days. ago? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, that well, this was going from seventy nine to eighty. Oh, I with see. With black chins, like it wasn't a method I was happy doing. Gotcha. You know, black chins are so boring after a while. Mm-hmm. I never did a single. Although hunt. I've never hunted black chins at all. I have come at me. I I got PK'd for the first time at level seventy nine with like forty kxp left. Oh damn! I made it from seventy three to seventy nine. Without ever getting killed, because, like, y'all gotta up your game out there. If you don't hit me with the teleblock like that, it's over. I'm out. You're not gonna catch me. Um, this dude hit me with the teleblock, hit me with the meanest bolt spec I've ever seen, and then hit me for a 67 AGS. Like, damn. 
sometimes you just get beat. I'll talk all the shit in the world for someone trying to kill me, but like sometimes you just get beat. I don't know, but it's time. I think, I think, I think it is time to go to break. Keep on the mid game, set yourself some goals, ask some questions. There are no stupid questions and enjoy it while you're there because it doesn't get worse. I can assure you nothing gets worse than being in the mid game. It just gets difficult in different ways. Yeah. So good way to put it. Yeah. You guys, you guys got this. Surely we'll see you after the break. How you doing, you bastards? My name's Fortunato. I work out of Draenor Village. I sell the best wine in the whole damn continent. Not not in Draenor, not in Mistelin, not in Gillanor, the whole world. I sell the best wine in the whole damn world. People tell you, you know, you can buy wine for cheaper on the Grand Exchange. They lie to you. That's juice. That's juice. The best wine, the best wine comes from me. Huh? The pirates, they buy my wine. Them, them freaks with the hats over there in Zia, they buy my wine. Okay? You gotta come over here, you gotta buy my wine. At Fortunato's, we, we don't waste nothing. Very rarely do I have wine that go off because it's so good, it's always flying off the shelves. When it do go off, though, the vinegar, we're going to sell that too. I hear there's some old man just east of Iraq or something like that. He wants vinegar. I don't care why. In this business, you don't ask no questions. You're hearing this ad. You're thinking to yourself, you're like, oh, I got some buddies who make wine. I could do that too. You want to be a tough guy? Huh? You want to be a tough guy? Make your own wine? Try to outsell Fortunato? Yeah, sure. Whatever. I, I dare you. I dare you to outsell me. In fact, I'm going to give you a little bit of a head start, okay? Come over to my place, I'll sell you some jugs. They can be full of water, they can be empty, I don't care. Not even your girlfriend at the Grand Exchange has better jugs than me. I get these bitches by the gross. I'll sell you as many as you want. You can make all the wine that you want. It's not going to be better than me. Come swing by Draenor Village, swing by my wine stand, have a good drink, and leave feeling good, okay? I promise you, you're not going to find any better wine anywhere else. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial because I know I sure did. One of these days we're going to make you guys a new commercial. Maybe this was a new commercial. Depends on how frisky Michael's feeling this week. Um, Or depends on how frisky I'm feeling this week. Uh, Who knows, man? Who knows? But either way, you guys deserve new commercials. Have I already been planning new stuff for October because Halloween's my favorite holiday? Yes. Is that still two months away? Yes. So y'all know what time it is, though. The commercial is over. That means it is time to shout out the lovely folks who support us over on Patreon. So starting with the wise old man tier, we have Scape Caution, Elagio, Bolomer, Basket, Benjamin R, Pork Jerry, Bloodman, aka Young Kyle, Hadadbod, C. Gladney, Morty, Creamed Ham, Drum TXT, Duke Bradley, D. Falconer, 
Flyin' Castiel, Forestry, Fortimus, Francine1225, Jack M, Jake W, Jerry, Jordy, Potato Pancake, Posh Padre, Magmorpheus, Mima, 999999, Ninja Turtle Ubi, Ninja Turtle Ruby. Ninja Turtle Ruby. I can't read. I thought that said Turtler because I have not done... I have not done Patreon in probably five weeks. Um, not a hippo, then what are you? Obsidian Paladin, Okami Damashi, Pine Martin 709, who I think may be one of our newest uh, members. Welcome, welcome. Poorly Hung, a.k.a. Ice Swallow, Russ of Fury, Salted Snake, Soggy Waffles, Skillaxin, Sholdveg, Solaire OS, which I called Solaris for probably way longer than I needed to when I saw your name in the CC. Sweet and Tangy, the Chungaroo, T-Pace, Valdon, and Zach without a K. At least I think that's Zach without a K, because there's no K in the name. It really has been a, a long time since I have done this. So Bravo. You guys haven't heard me stumble through most of these names, but trust me, we're stumbling. <laughs> Here's one I won't stumble on. My dad. Hi, dad. Because now we're in the KBD tier of the next... The next tier up, the the King Black Dragon. God, I don't miss doing this. Anyways, hi, Dad. GIM Stones, Kroll, the Lord Jake himself, our third favorite supporter, Ralph, Rylithian, Spartan Fire, and Toast No Toast. Thank you all very much for your support on Patreon at any tier, whether it's a tier that got shouted out today or one of our other tiers we have. We do appreciate you being able to support the show and being willing to give a little bit extra to content that we hope you guys enjoy. Um, we have read the survey and one of the biggest things that we saw consistently from one of the questions, I think we asked, um, how's the video quality? Pretty consistently people asked, it's good, but Oxy's autofocus sometimes turns him into like 480p. And it's true. My current camera does not like uh, autofocusing sometimes, so I'm extremely blurry on the YouTube version. Yeah. Um, your support from Patreon, we think, is going to help that. We think. We're looking at various cameras. We're still trying to vibe with the whole YouTube thing, so we're not entirely sure. We'll get to YouTube in a second, but if you are interested in joining the Patreon, I know Michael is going to say that we have a goal, because we do. We have a goal of reaching 150 patrons, in which... I will fly out to Texas to see Michael get a mostly matching XP waste themed tattoo and then do an episode live from Michael's house in which I will play the slot machine until I win or until the slot machine breaks. That's behind him for all you YouTube supporters out there. Head over to patreon.com forward slash XP waste to support us at whatever tier you feel comfortable with. Speaking of YouTube, massive milestone achievement has finally been hit. Yeah. I know we normally don't talk about YouTube until we get to the uh, community question, but yesterday during Michael's stream, the XP waste podcast YouTube channel finally hit a thousand subscribers. So we are going to be, we're going to be open to monetization. Woo. We might start doing streams on there from XP waste. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe we'll get like a special monthly stream. We'll have to find a way to set that up so that we can have both our cameras on there. Michael and I aren't that good at streaming I with like multiple out. cameras. Like we're, 
we don't know how to how to do that necessarily um and we've we've both never streamed on youtube before so there's a um there's a whole lot of things we still have to learn but we're super excited about that because we hit a thousand as you said before new camera is mad potential on the way so if you are a youtube stan and you do watch uh, our videos i know we've seen pictures of some people some of you xp wasters will put us up on tv and we'll be like on the big screen when the new episode comes out that makes me smile so much <laughs> to wake up and get a notification at like 7 30 in the morning that someone's got our faces up on tv yeah like that's good <laughs> shit so hopefully i'll be a little clearer uh in the in the near future when it comes to that so i think as far as financial promotions that part is done because if you're not new around here we all know that that's my most favorite part of the show is thanking you guys for supporting us uh on whichever platform i think i've covered all our bases without michael having to go back and add anything so wow. i think it's time for the community question Look at you it is time for the community Boom. question god i'm so i'm so good at podcasting Except guys i'm I'll, you need to I'm visit gonna... patreon.com slash i already said okay. it patreon.com slash xp don't think i didn't say yeah i zone out when you do it too <laughs> don't worry um Normally, I'm looking for the achievement of the week when you're doing the Patreon. God, we're so professional. Holy. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Herbivore's got me zoned but I'll out. Say, <laughs> Herbivore, yeah. Herbivore has got Michael in a, in a whole different mindset now. But uh, snap back to reality for you. Snap out of reality for me because I got to find achievements of the week. And you have to read our community yeah, questions, sir. Take it away. So last week, we asked you guys, are you excited for the new client features they're adding to the C++ client and mobile? Starting out with Adam, they said, I can't live without my Quest Helper plugin. Sorry, I'm a noob. So I'm assuming that means they're not excited for the new features. But, you know, RuneLight has them, so you're good there. Miguel says, the order they release the features is slightly strange. Clue scroll helper before item charges and ground items? Either way, I think it's great to see mobile become closer to RuneLight experience. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's, we should have had we should have had all those way 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 before. Jacob M says yes, mobile deserves the same features. And on the clue helper not being fair, I'd trade Sherlock Hulk for Puzzle Solver any day. Puzzle <laughs> slide puzzles can solve it. Um, hold on, hold on. It, it, are they saying the slide puzzles don't have a helper? Oh, for the clue scroll, but clue scroll helpers. Dot, what? Uh, Did I, I hear that correctly? That. I'd have to, I'd have to experience I, that because that's like an integral part of Clue Scroll Helper, is is the the solving if, of those puzzles. If if they didn't add the slide puzzle helper, what's, what's the, the point? point of, all right, whatever, whatever. Keep going. <laughs> now I'm salty about the plugin. Whatever. I haven't even tested it, but I'm mad about yeah. it. I don't know. Mock Cat says I came back to RuneScape when mobile first launched. I had been away since just after summoning from Rs3. Mainly play mobile because it's what I have time for. On the rare occasion, I'll jump on Relate. So I would assume that they're saying they're excited for that one. And finally, on Spotify, we have our boy Mima. He says, I did Ape Course on mobile and thought about messaging uh, Mod Ash for the hitboxes. Um, I did Herbivore and was turned off a few times for not having the highlights. And now I can continue my grind loving the changes. It's very, very, very pertinent. Because I think that goes back to what I said about herbivore specifically was i didn't want to get used to herbivore without like the highlights but this entire time 
while I've been recording. I turned back on the highlights just because now whatever client I use, Herbivore is going to have the little the little helper plugin, so why not? And now transitioning to our YouTube replies. Same question we asked you. Alex says, not really. I'm pretty happy with RuneLight and would rather support the creator there. He spent hundreds, if not thousands of hours creating the client. And it's not only free to download, but it also completely changes the experience of the game. It's very true. I'm also pretty frustrated between the drama that Jagex had with RuneLight, specifically Jagex's response to the beta release of the HD plugin. Player-created content for PC games, i.e. modding, is very common, and it's cool to see how creative players can be. You don't see Bethesda trying to shut down the Thomas the Tank Engine mod in Skyrim, for example. The idea that... Why you would ever try is beyond <laughs> me. You ever seen that mod in I action? Have not. I have not. That shit is good. Dude, look it up. That shit, when they mod Thomas the Tank Engine over Alduin and that first opening sequence of Skyrim, oh my god, that is, that's good content right that's there. Funny. Look it up after this. It's funny. Uh, <laughs> I will. They continue, the idea that Jagex is threatened and is trying to compete with player-created content is pathetic and sad. I would like to see Jagex be more supportive of RuneLight and applaud the creator's efforts. Sadly, I don't think this will ever happen. At least, at the very least, give RuneLight some credit because they clearly are the inspiration of many of the new features in the Jagex client. Alex L., I could not have said it better. Say it with your chest. <laughs> Damn. Eyewitness says, I don't believe I'll ever stray away from using RuneLight no matter what Jagex does to their launcher. However... I really do enjoy the mobile updates and features. I play a lot at work, and since I work nights, sitting at the desk and the quality of life updates make it to where it doesn't feel like a completely different game when I'm not on RuneLight. Also, could not have said it better. For so long, before, what was it, June of this year? June of 2022. Mobile came out in 2018. So for four years. Was was it 2018? For four years, holy shit! Oh my god! People who played on mobile, like only people who only played on mobile, were forced to play vanilla Rune, RuneScape, and that's just ridiculous. I'm glad that now they're fast tracking these updates, so it's gotten to a point where it's it's not vanilla anymore, which is great. But it took way too long. And lastly, on YouTube, Jordy says, "I haven't played on mobile in a while. I have heard it's a major improvement." over what it was before, which is good. Can't judge the mobile client, but to me, they just need to scrap their own client on PC and focus on more important stuff in the game than a client that needs to compete with RuneLight to get attention. Hot take, but I absolutely am here for it. That is that is something of a hot take. <laughs> I can't see them ever scrapping the vanilla client. Like we said last week, there's nothing wrong with improvements to the vanilla client. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll shift a lot of the player base, but at the same time, after our discussions last week, I don't think that's the point. Yeah. I think it's more of a let's help new players until they get to room. Right. Right. It's a, it's a waiting room. (laughs) I'll give them that. Like, and I think they know that, you know, when somebody searches old school runescape, yes, runelight is on the main page, but when you click on new account, it doesn't prompt you to download runelight. It prompts you to download the Jagex client or go to Steam. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one it does, but that's going to be a brand new player's first kind of introduction into the game. Unless you have a friend that tells you, hey, play this game and while you're at it, start on RuneLight. Because that's what I did with my friend that I'm trying to get to play the game. <laughs> so 
yeah, if you, it just goes back to new players, I think. Giving them the quality of life that's going to keep them playing because, yes, you have so many updates to this game. It's no longer 2007 scape. It's no longer old school RuneScape. But it is when you think about the way that the vanilla client uh, functions and just the experience that you have. That's pretty yeah. much like 2007. Yeah. So that is it for our community question answers. Guys, thank you so much for answering those on Spotify and YouTube. If you'd like to answer this week's question, it will be. When did you know you were out of the mid game? Or when will you know? What's your goal to get out of the mid game? Mm. If you're if you don't think you're out of there already. Yeah. It's good. Tell us your stories. Thank you, Oxy. Appreciate that. You heard the man. Answer down in the YouTube pinned comment or on the community questions section on Spotify. That is it. Over to you, Oxy. Thank you. It is over to me, of course, <laughs> because it's achievement of the week time, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We had a lot of super cool stuff happening this week. As far as like the achievement cape stuff, quote unquote, like quest capes. I don't think we actually have a whole lot of that. I think we have one. I lied. I do believe we have one quest cape that was today, maybe? I think it may have been today. Hoofhearted uh completed Sins of the Father. And you can see in the screenshot with like the congratulations, you've completed the quest. Uh it says two ninety out of two ninety on the bottom oh, for nice. quest points. So He's done it. He's got his uh, got his quest cape. From what I'm seeing here, though, that might be it. And I don't want to be like, hey, I'm trying to snuff people out, but I'm just not really seeing a ton of these this week, which is okay. So we'll, we got a, you know, people got some graceful sets, angler sets. People got torsos. People are pushing. People are mm-hmm. pushing. Um, the skilling this week is... Once again, popping off this week, led uh, by Shadowblade again. This is guy with the second <laughs> or third week. He's up there. He's like, F- it, Max Cape in two weeks. <laughs> He's rolling. So Shadow got ninety nine smithing. Congratulations, Shadow! Uh, just today, like while we were recording the podcast, uh, I want to say. Beat Babe got 99, uh, was it 99 hit points? I'm scrolling up on the CC to see if I can find it. Yeah, Beep Jr., his account, got 99 HP. Um, and 1,000 slugs got, or is it 1,000 or is 10, it 10,000? 10,000. That's a lot of f-ing slugs. Uh, got 99 <laughs> thieving while we were at the break of the podcast. So the 99s don't end there. Shaq Snag got 99 hit points at Hydra today. And capping off the skilling portion of this achievement of the week, we have Doombar, who did two birds with one stone, got 99 Slayer and 99 Magic at Duradel. Looks like there's a pretty solid crowd of folks there, too. Disappointed I was not able to be online for that. But congratulations to you for the uh, the old double kill 99. <laughs> combat achievements. Ooh, it's a big week for combat achievements for people. Literally. To kick things off, we do have some firsts. We all know we love some some firsts. We have, I want to say it was Valeric got both a first fire cape and a first um, Zolra kill this week, mm. if I'm not mistaken. So two firsts just in the book, <laughs> in the books. Easy. I, again, I am not entirely sure if I'm pronouncing this name correctly because I feel like it's been pronounced differently in my presence. Baxili. Baxile? <laughs> I'm not sure. Michael's laughing because he knows I said it wrong. 
Baxley. Damn it, it is Baxley. Every time I get the it wrong, I'm throws so me sorry. Off. The word I. It, <laughs> yeah, I read it as Baxley every time. I'm sorry, but he got his first fire Woo. kick this week as well. Moving on, we have uh, Gibson, friend, uh, got the Hard Combat Achievement Diary done. Wow. So unlimited teleports to God Wars, yeah. which is pretty hype. In the In the vein of combat achievement diaries as well dear friend jamie finally got the elite combat tier done so we have another jad slayer helm enjoyer in in tnl i don't know how many of us that makes but it's not many so congratulations to you jamie for getting that the big one this week folks the big one we've been saving that i don't want to say best for last to downplay anybody else's but like the most hype for last Dazman, good friend of the good friend of ours over in TNL, got his first infernal cape this Hell week. yeah. Congratulations to you, nice. Daz. It, it, it's in his it's in his little clan chat that he received the new collection log item, Infernal Cape. Love it. It's popped up. I I know very well just how f- difficult that is to do without ever having gotten a cape myself. Like that's huge. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Daz. And congratulations to everyone who achieved something this week. Whether or not you got shouted out, we really do love hearing about all the awesome things you guys do in-game. And where do you go if you want to talk about something awesome that you did? That's right. It's our Discord and the Levels and Achievements channel. Or any of the other, like, 50 channels we have to put things in. Because we love seeing how you guys are progressing throughout uh, progressing throughout your accounts just like we talked about account progression with this episode specifically looks different for everyone and people classify things differently in the last couple of days we've had people post that they've gotten to zuck in both levels and achievements and in our planks and keck w's channel which is normally where people go to like hey look i messed this thing up (laughs) haha it's funny because i'm dumb it's it's just fun to see where people like gauge themselves so come join us in discord hang out Keep doing things that are awesome, and we love shouting people out. This was another example of, thank God we edit these podcasts, because <laughs> that awesome segment you just heard was not recorded awesomely. We're Michael and I have devised that we might need to start like doing a little bit of pre-podcast prep yeah. with the Achievement of the Week, just to make it go a little bit more smoothly for editing. But either way, you guys are awesome. Congratulations on all the things you have done this week and will do in future <laughs> weeks. Michael. Yo. It's a fun question. It time. is. I, sh- I shudder to think about how doing any of these shout out segments live would ever feel like. Uh, you guys are going to see if we ever do a live podcast episode and we, you guys <sighs> like watch us on YouTube or Twitch or whatever, or maybe we get so popular. We have our own panel at RuneFest. You know, no big deal. Um, you guys are going to hear what the process is like i can't wait i can't wait for you guys to be like in it in it with us as well you know the recording booth jack can attest it is not always as clean as the editing may seem but either way it's like we said last week it's worth it yeah totally all right guys it is the fun question time for this episode so we're caught up on all of the non-oxy postcards so i want to get to did you ever get any more i haven't I regret to say I, I did not go to the to the PO box this Damn week. Damn it, Mike. I know. The the whole diaper. I forgot to remind you too, so threw it's me fair. off. So yeah. I would have gone to I also forgot I sent postcards. So what are you gonna do? We'll get them next week. We'll get them next week, boys. But 
I <laughs> sure hope so because that was it would have been three weeks ago by the time know, next week's crazy. podcast comes out. Well, to so. be fair, we sent out we sent out Christmas cards, and Damien in Australia did not get his until March. We sent them in December. International shipping. It's insane. What, what? is it? Is it just sitting in like a shipping container somewhere? No priority on when it gets there. Come on now. Maybe. What if I had a, a secret code to a, a safe and it was his? You would, you would probably pay more for priority shipping. Yes, you're right. Realist. Or you would text it to them. <laughs> That's very true. This isn't horse and buggy, though. That's all I'm saying. All right. So I want to read this fun question from this postcard because I thought it was funny. The long postcard. The long one. It says, fun question. Which OSR city would be the most beautiful IRL. That came straight from Oxy's brain. So hopefully he forgot he asked it and he's going to give I us. I did. I did. I thought it was a different fun question. So this is new to me too. Yeah. He's going to, he's not going to have anything well prepared whatsoever. So Oxy. Didn't have anything prepared when I wrote the question either. So here, uh, here. I know both of us are going to say Hosidius. So I just want to take that off the table right off the bat. Easy. Okay. And let's just get creative and just take all of Zaya off the table. How about that? All right. Perfect. Oxy, what do you think? What do I think the most beautiful city to like explore would be? Or the funnest one to I guess what are we what are we is talking that how you're here? Going? I I asked I asked the fun it's, question. Is it like what's the we're most, exploring the yeah, city, we're staying in the like, city, we're living in the city? If you were a tourist in RuneScape, I guess, mm-hmm. and somebody was like, "Man, the views from this city, or like the architecture in this city, you got to go mm-hmm. there." It's just like if, if that's what we're, you're we're into. going on a Rune tour. <laughs> a rune okay, tour. we're going on a Rune tour. Rune tour. All right, so probably. I mean, if I'm if I'm a tourist and I'm looking for a lot of things to do in a city. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to think like East Ardoyan. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the flip side of that is like, it's pretty drab. Ardoyan is literally built on a lie. Oh, oh. <laughs> like the cities are divided there. It's built on a lie. So like realistically, right. What are we going to see? In these cities, if if we go to a city like East Ardoyan, yeah. if we look at like real world cities and real world history, are we going to see a lot of like gentrification, propaganda? Mm-hmm. Are we going to see a lot of like facades of like things that look beautiful until you peel back the curtain and realize like, oh God, this is not... Because again, Ardoyan is led by a corrupt maniac who's getting played by another maniac on the other side of of the mountains Mm. like i don't know i think as far as like i'm a tourist i want things to do artie's got the zoo artie's got the palace which normally you can tour palaces the market he's got the mansion the clock tower the market the church um it's got uh it's got the farmlands over maybe there's like a nice wine tasting out there (laughs) witch haven's not too far away maybe you can enjoy some fishing maybe you can visit the tower of life or perhaps the monastery is like a vatican-esque vibe um so there's a lot of cool things you could do we're going to ignore the fact that there's a battlefield just outside of ardoyan so you know that that notwithstanding right (laughs) i think 
as far as being a tourist, having been a tourist in a lot of like big capital cities, mine I think has to be Artie. Mm-hmm. But Magmorpheus brings up a good point. What city isn't built on a lie, specifically in RuneScape? Yeah. Like, find a city that doesn't have... Corruption. Corruption, or Lumber. a well, war, or some sort of, like, not... <laughs> problem in it. The like, the Duke is a moron, and then you've got Sigmund, oh. who's like, hey, let's Racism. be racist, but worse. <laughs> terrible, Like, dude. let's take it to the next level and just wipe out anything that is oh in the human. gosh. Like... You know, I agree. With so you. I, I, yeah, I think I'd have to say, I'd have to say East Artie. So it's funny that you say East Artie specifically and not just Artie in general, because I don't know that like it's very it's very accurate. Because I don't think anybody's going to West Artie right now, unless Jagex somehow de- you know puts into development the idea straight from the show where there's an endgame quest where you revitalize West Artie to be the city it always could have been. It's more of like, when you're thinking about the city itself, there's not a lot of homes in East Ardoin, but it, it looks like a lot of people used to live in West Artie. Yeah. So, I mean... It'd be like the neighborhood I feel like district. If I'm, if I'm going to Ardoin, I'm probably going to East Artie as a tourist... And I'm probably going to West Artie for a different reason. I'm either going as like, you know, maybe I took a different path and was like, yeah, I love medicine. I'm going to continue that from undergrad. And maybe I'm going as like medical help for the plague, mm. quote unquote. Or maybe I'm going in like humanitarian effort to like rebuild the city because the people have it back. Yeah. They're, they aren't like plague victims walking around. Still zombies, which is weird. Um, But, you know, people aren't like quote-unquote, afflicted mm-hmm. anymore in, in West Ardoyan. So maybe it's like a rebuild effort. Like, I'm not going to West Ardy to be some gawky tourist, <laughs> right? Or maybe West Ardoyan will have, like, a monument or a memorial that we'll want to see, kind of like how they did in Berlin with the, you know, whether they had the, the Holocaust memorial or they had the uh, Topography of Terror monument information memorial they had underneath the Berlin mm-hmm. Wall, so... Maybe there will be, uh, maybe there'll be something like that in West Artie I would go see as a tourist, but I feel like I'm going to West Artie for a different reason yeah. than to be a, be a kitschy tourist. Yeah. You can have your tourist moments, but then the real work starts. <laughs> yeah. 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 If you grew up in the Christian society, they call that a, a, a mission trip. <laughs> no. Oh, boy. That was. <laughs> <sighs> Is it my turn now? <laughs> It is your turn, yes, because that's not a... We're not going to go down that I'm road. absolutely surprised that you didn't say what I'm about to say. The Elven Land I feel like I know of what you're Priftinus. Yo, I was not expecting you to say that. You okay. thought I was going to say Catherby. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Falador. Falador is like, yeah, sure. But no, Priftinus, getting back to my original point. Absolutely gorgeous. One of the, one of the like most recent updates to RuneScape city-wise that we've had in a long time besides like the Zaya rework and and fossil island you know all the new continents we got Mm -hmm. we got access to prif and i don't know if you've seen prif and rs3 but it's it's as equally as beautiful just like all of the crystals everywhere all of the neat looking trees um everything is within walking distance so as a tourist I think it's one of those cities that, like, you go there, 
and it has everything. Like as an account, if you could somehow make going back to like playing RuneScape, if you could make an account that was Priftinus locked, like once you actually mm-hmm. get to Song of the Elves, you only do quests that pertain to getting to Song of the Elves, you only train skills, and then you just stay in Prif, I think that would be a very fun account build. But as a tourist, it's it's a beautiful place. Um I haven't done much in the way of actually being a tourist in the 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 world. I don't go out much. I haven't actually left the mm-hmm. country of the United States. Uh so being a tourist is not something that it's like it's not I'm not I don't have a ton of experience with it, but I think it would be a lot of fun. I think Priftinus is is probably like the New York City equivalent of RuneScape. Everybody wants to go there. You you have a lot to do. It's big. It's beautiful. I was going to say for me it feels completely the opposite. Oh. Right. Not that it not that I don't want to go, but like it, it seems like a beautiful city, mm-hmm. surely. But let's use your New York City example. I don't think it gives New York City vibes. Well, I just think New York City vibes in the sense that it's like it's big, it's beautiful, and everybody wants well, to go. Well, yes, in that sense, yes. But like, I've been a few places. I'm not, I'm not like a world traveler, but I've been to Europe a couple times. I've seen lots of capital cities. Been all over some countries. Uh, a city like London, or a city like Rome, where you know the language, everything seems kind of familiar western europe and the united states are not too too different in a lot of ways we make fun of them for like but and like no air conditioning but like realistically it's not it's not terribly different culturally you can read a majority of the signs there i don't speak elvish i've never seen an elf in real life like living in runescape right not to i'm not trying to be weird but like i don't know anything about that culture or that community going to prif for me feels more akin to like going to dubai Mm. or going to jerusalem or you know istanbul or cairo or something like that where like I have no grasp. I have about as much grasp on the Arabic language as I do the Elvish language. <laughs> so, like, I don't know what any of the signs mean. I don't know what's culturally appropriate to do, say, where, how to act. I don't know where's the best place to go get food. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know these things. Not a matter of, like, it's a problem because it's different, but... it's not. It's not familiar. You know... It's not any semblance of familiarity with some of these cities. And for me, you know, that's what Prif feels more akin to. I would go because part of the fun of traveling is being super confused as long as you're safe about it. You know, part of the fun is being confused. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I I don't think that it gives New York City vibes in that, like, at least for me, the way I yeah, see no, it. I don't think it's point. wrong to say that it's like a big extravagant city like New York. But yeah, you make good points. I'm also not sure. Yeah. I, yeah. I think the second, the second place I would probably want to go would be somewhere simple. Because like for me, I'm not a city person. Like I went to Chicago for work. It was overwhelming. Mm. Give me a small town and I'll I'll explore like the bookstores and the antique shops, you know? Um, so mm-hmm. for me, I think a place like Catherby or Camelot 
just like the Sears Village area, that that's quadrant of the of the Gilinor. The that quadrant of Gilinor, which is, mm-hmm. we, I think it's a boring answer because if you're a longtime listener of the show, you know that that is often the place that I go back to. But it really is the most probably the most beautiful place other than Hosidius that I can well, think like, of. All right. All right, let's let's think of like you're actually a tourist, right? RuneScape is significantly larger than what it is on the map, mm-hmm. right? Let's let's kind of take the dorks and daggers approach and think that it takes several days to walk from Ardoyan to Yanil okay. or Yanili or whatever Yenil. they call it on the let's show. Just call it Yanil. <laughs> um, love you guys. <laughs> um, so let's say it takes a while, right? You stay in a town like Sears Village, right? Sears Village probably has more stuff to do. Maybe you take a day trip up to Sinclair Mansion for the day. Give it a tour. Mm -hmm. Maybe you take a day trip to the Camelot Castle. Give it a tour. Maybe you take a day trip to Catherby and do some fishing. Or maybe you go from Sears Village to Catherby for a day and then you charter a ship somewhere, like a Viking cruise. You know how they have those. Maybe you take a day to go to MacGruber's Wood, where it's like a garden tour day. Something like Palace of Versailles kind Mm -hmm. of mood. Maybe you feel real frisky and from Sears Village you go up to the Fremening Province. Stay in Relica for a few days. That is a real Viking cruise of shit. <laughs> like, and to that point, I don't think Ardy's not too far. It'd probably be like I, a day trip. Like you stay overnight in Ardy and then you go back to Catherby or yeah. Sears. Yeah, I mean, so while while Catherby and Sears Village are some pretty commonly used answers by the both of us on this show, I don't <laughs> think it's necessarily like a bad decision if you're talking like tourist trip wise. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Love it. Well, Oxy, yeah. from the past, thank you for that fun question. <laughs> You're welcome. Although, <laughs> Michael. Yeah. Although it didn't pertain to any of the community question stuff, um, let us know what you think. What is your What is your answer to the fun question? You can DM it to us. Send us an email. Send, post it in. It is. It is up in Discord. Discord. Yeah. We want to know. We've got the channel. The fun questions, XP waste, all sorts of stuff. For sure. Let us know. Well, with that, dearest XP wasters, I think that is the closing of episode 72. Um, it's going to be a longer one this week, which is good. We haven't had an over two hour episode in a while. I feel like, so this is going to be, since probably going to be up there over, over the, <laughs> over the two hour mark. Um, but thank you guys for listening. As always, the links for literally everything you would ever need. Social media, Patreon, discord. It's all in the description of this episode, which is either below me or above me or you have to unlock your phone and find it on spotify (laughs) or you have to go get your phone because you have your airpods in your phone's across the room while you're doing dishes or you have to go to your laptop because you got us pulled up on tv and you got to go to the description of youtube with your laptop because you've had it like folded closed either way the description has everything you could need for us to 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 (laughs) see us on other platforms michael streams every saturday i stream I have in the past. When I will next time, who knows? Um, people keep asking if I'm going to stream Inferno stuff on Twitch. That's a fat maybe. Um, I mean, you could do it I'm on the a... Xbox YouTube now. I, you know, I could. Maybe that'll be a fun inaugural stream. Get the Inferno cape on the uh, on the Xbox YouTube channel. <laughs> but go check out our YouTube, which has all these podcasts, but in video form. You ever watched or listened to a piece of content, or listened to like a music artist? And have no idea what they look like. Yeah. If (laughs) is that you out there? (laughs) 
I mean, I mean, maybe if that's if that's the veil that you live under, <laughs> where you're like, man, I have been listening for 72 weeks, and I have no idea what Michael and Oxy look like. Which is bold because we put our pictures in the That's thumbnails saying, of every like, episode. They would have to go. But if you still don't know, go check it out on YouTube. Maybe you don't know like which oh. face to put to which voice. Yeah. Maybe that's a which thing. Which one is which? Uh, I'm normally on. The Michael's normally on the. That's you how should, we've been doing it for. You should ever. I feel you like should bleep those out. Just keep the mystery. <laughs> <laughs> If you've been, if you made it out, if you made it this far in the episode, here's a little gem for you. Yeah, or if you've made it this far into the XP Waste uh, podcast, if and you still if, don't know. If this isn't like you, if this isn't like your first episode, right? If you're like 30 episodes deep and you still don't know, <laughs> like we're gonna keep it a secret from you. Like you have no way of knowing now. Oh man, um, our discords also have our faces on them. In any case, that's beside the point. Do all the things. Follow us on everything. Where can people go to, to you don't get stuff necessarily that has our, like you know have to, you wear? Uh, yes, Michael. We were getting to that. <laughs> don't you worry. Um, I was only a little worried, Oxy. Oh my god! So good to be back. Um, <laughs> we do have a merch store in case you wanna. You want we oh, we don't have up. any merch with our faces on it. Uh, we don't have any merch with our faces on it. Funny enough, so you can't like wear our faces around. If for some reason that's something you want, let us yeah. know. Maybe no promises, because again, who the hell wants that? But like, maybe. Um, but we have a lot of cool designs on there. I'm not even gonna say new designs are coming because we've said it like for six yeah. weeks in a row, and we still gotta. We're gonna do it, folks. We're gonna do it. But go check that out. That is uh, also in the description down below. Because why would I read it out loud? When you can click on it. You can't click on my words. And with that word of wisdom, a word you cannot click on, that is how we're going to end this week's episode. Michael is shaking his head going, I cannot wait till you go on vacation again. (laughs) That's not true. Everyone, it has been real. It has been fun. We will see you next week for the RuneScape Funny Number episode. Bye. Bye.